what we do here is a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a recorded piece of audio, and yep. we talk. Then we stop. We upload it, and people. It's unbelievable. They just subscribe and it just downloads yeah, onto their phone. This jerkin has got leaks. This thing, or what? Oh, look, I don't know if it's going to last long. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you the story. I yeah. remember doing when I was at the telly when podcasts became a thing. Yeah, right. And I, I, the the two the people that were that one of the early uh, earliest podcasts I'd ever heard of was American Rosso. All oh, right, yeah. They were they were putting up the, Eric I think and Roscoe, were, as we used to call them. Yeah, so they were putting up. I think that wasn't just their show; they did a separate podcast. Oh right, okay, that's and that was, that, that was my cover story for the Connect lift out when I was at the telly. You know that lift out I used to that I'd come yep. up with, and we went and met them at their office at Nova and there, and I had a really good idea for the cover, the cover picture, and you know how the the iPod back then it just had a wheel and a, and a square screen. Yep. The idea I had was, okay, I, w- I want you to just press up against the glass like this and we're going to put that in the iPod. Mm. And they go, right, eh? So we, we went along and did that and they, they were good sport. I'm still mates with Merrick now. If, if you see, saw me, you'd say good day to me. Yeah. I've seen him a few times. He's a top bloke. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, that, that was our cover back in, I think it was 2004 or 2005. Yeah. So when Pod, you know, there's no iPhone yet and it, the, the iPod was just the gadget to have. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, my first in- n- knowledge of of podcasts. I remember writing about it back in I think it was oh four, well, could have been oh could have been oh five, but it was around early two thousands before uh, anyone even knew what a bloody podcast was or knew what an iPod was. Yeah, yeah, I um, I think back to I would say it would be two thousand six seven and at GB. Like Angela Clark was a CEO and she was going big on digital. Like we yeah. had a digital department. Yeah. Peter Brennan, John Brennan's son, was in charge of essentially the podcast team. We were making Tim Brunero, who'd been on Big Brother. Yep. He's now at the ABC. He's he was doing a Big Brother podcast. It was like, you know. Because ah, yeah, right. um, he'd just been in the house. Well, yeah, well they you know, a couple of seasons before he'd yeah, been well. in. And so, you know, the show's on and he'd do a, a podcast afterwards. And that kind of stuff is just commonplace now. Yeah. You know, people doing Companion podcast, Com- companion for shows podcast, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I listen to a few of them, <laughs> <laughs> and I look back yeah. at them and I go, you know what, um, Angela at the time, the CEO, she was way ahead of her time. Yeah, way ahead of her time because it all got nixed, it all got killed. That whole department was just really? shelved by you know the next really? manager of you know who okay. just sort of too much money being spent. But the thing is, it was a long game. You needed to invest. You needed to because if all that stuff was still happening, I think that we called the brand Digital One or something like that. Um, and so, so it was separate to two GB. It was just digital one had this content stuff, yep. um, but and but the problem is it would have taken basically until now for it to work. And so it was a long investment, and probably therefore well, there, was it a rich? So you, was the two GB ones original shows, or they just taken shows and package them up as a podcast like they do now? Oh no, the digital one team were making brand new things. So it was new content, all new content. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah it was but I just don't think this was pre iPhone too, wasn't it? Yeah, pre oh, iPhone. So it, it was getting getting the podcast is a, like you'd have to download it to your computer, sync it to your iPod. It was a chore, wasn't it? It was yeah. not as easy as yeah. it is right now. It's the same with music. Yeah, like you think about. I remember you know ripping CDs. Well, that's the thing. When the iPod <laughs> came out twenty years ago, iTunes had wasn't selling songs yet. No, it was just a repository for your digital music. Yeah, where you, you can rip a CD. Rip a and CD. I so remember Steve Jobs saying, "Oh, you could." Download a CD worth of songs in ten seconds to your iPod. <laughs> <So> <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know. We, you look back at those early iPod launches and stuff, and it's um, yeah. it's all 
They know, about massive. the number of songs, 100 so songs, 1,000 yeah. songs, whatever. And now it's 90 million songs in your pocket, really, because exactly. it's not yeah. about storing streaming. them, it's about Incredible. streaming them. Incredible. It's, uh, You've come a long way in 20 years, don't you reckon? How old are you feeling right now? Exactly how old I am, mate. That's how old I'm but feeling. But like, in a digital world, yeah, I, I feel think. old. Yeah, no, exactly. If right. I feel old, I can only imagine like, how you're feeling. I can pull... <laughs> I could pull out my original iPod and show my kids, and I'll go, well, what's this? And yeah. they said, before there was iPhones and touchscreens, it was this to listen to music. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like me pulling out a VHS tape. I did that one time. And oh, really? Hayley, who's now 21, I remember her saying, what's that? What is that? Yeah. She wanted to watch, I think it was The Lion King. I didn't only had it on VHS, and she had no clue what, I was, what it was. She'd only been used to DVDs and stuff. And yeah. Still had a v- VCR for some reason. Which the was, idea of yeah. fast-forwarding. And rewinding. Yeah. Like the idea of... So rewinding, fast-forwarding still exists. Like a fetch box has that, right? Yeah. But in, a, in in that sense, you can go, right, I'm going to start again. Hit stop and just start again. Mm. But you got to actually rewind, rewind it to be able to go back to the start. It takes start. time. And you got to rewind it. Remember when there was... Yeah, when you, you go to the video, video store. store. Have you rewound it? If you yet? don't rewind it, it's a dollar, dollar penalty or something. I'm thinking, <laughs> you're joking. Come on. Yeah, had, I remember they had a machine. They had a machine that would rewind. For them. <laughs> and I bet you they didn't even really check. They just put everything in there. And Mate, just I, I was, I've been listening to uh, a podcast about the origins of Netflix yeah. and how they you know, obviously put Blockbuster well, that, you know, that was DVD deliveries. Yeah, that's right. But, but what they were... I remember the in the... Um, when they were talking about Blockbuster, the, the, the chain of video stores, yep. they were saying that 70% of their revenue was late fees. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? So if you if you don't return it on time, because you remember, I don't know, and please tell me you don't remember this, when you uh, wanted to go rent a movie, what? you turn up at the shop, no, no, they'll have, say you wanted to go rent. They had two was, copies or something. Yeah, the latest movie they had, like maybe the good ones had like 10 copies of, yes. the, of it. You think, oh, let's get there. Nothing there, you got to get something else. But they always had dummies, <coughs> even though it was out. Yeah. There was there was a copy there, it was like black and white cover, yes. so that you knew they had the movie. But the, you, the, know, the you know they've got there. the movie, but someone's got it out. Oh, God. <laughs> we are showing our age now. It's Especially you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's... Uh, Imagine like trying to explain that to your kids. I did explain that to my kids. I said we used to have to go to the video store oh. and fight someone to for the last copy of a movie. If sometimes, well, I, I think I still think, and I think we might have said this already. So people are probably rolling their eyes, but I feel like there's a <sighs> app or, or something in that that, and Netflix could do it right. Imagine they created the hype around something by limiting its access yeah, the in the early yeah. phase, right? Yeah. Why would you do that though? Yeah. Just to create hype. It would be yeah, it'd be a bit like a not quite like a. You heard of these bloody NFTs? So this yeah. it's these little unique yeah. digital asset. Yeah, that'd be uh, create a little That's, bit of buzz around it. I just reckon. think that imagine you logged on to Netflix and it said coming. You know, I'll give you an example. Ricky Gervais, the comedy show he filmed, I don't know, two years ago, still not out on Netflix. So when is that? Right? Yeah. Let's say it's coming out next month, but it's it's available to. 2,000 people a day for yeah. the next month, right? Yeah. And you'd log on every day and it'd just be there, but it'd be greyed out. But if you logged on, it was colour. You'd be like, oh my God, stop everything yeah. and press play. You know, so you'd, imagine you'd the you'd hype around You'd have to watch it. it on the spot. Yes. Yeah, right. It's like you can't that would be preserve it. But yeah, Netflix want more as many eyeballs as they want, I suppose. But yeah, it'd be an interesting concept. Just It, it wouldn't yeah. work ongoing, but as a hype thing, yeah. as a one-off, it'd like be a, epic. Like do it for a week before the official release. A week before the official release. Just once. Yeah. You couldn't do it for every release. I'd have a crack of that. That'd be good. You Speak. know what else it would do? Yeah. It would create a, a consumer review market. But it might also create a consumer spoiler market. So there's, there's yeah, downsides. that's the thing. Yeah, you don't want people spoiling it a week ahead. But uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. The Sylvester Stallone has re-edited Rocky Four. 
the director's cut of Rocky. He the, really is yeah. bored. Well, I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm a big Rocky fan, and the the movie ha- apparently includes he's put 40 minutes of back back into it. It's longer, different. I watched a doco of him editing it and how his approach to it's changed. It's fascinating. It's um this weekend, so we're recording this on the what's today the 11th. So it's this it's from tomorrow. You'll be able to stream stream it. Just get it right first time. It's thirty thirty five year old movie, mate. Get it right first time, Sly. That's what I say. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 512 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Netgear for all your Wi-Fi and connectivity solutions. Arlo for your home security. And we'll talk about them both shortly during the show. Stephen, I've got to say, in terms of computer games, in terms of gaming, I reckon this is... Not just the biggest month of the year because it regularly is November, but this is a massive year for the big blockbuster releases because yeah. we had Far Cry Six a couple of weeks ago, yep. uh, Call of Duty Vanguard this week, yep. and Forza Horizon Five this week, and wow. all three of those are massive titles yeah. across. And they platforms. happen to come out because Forza is that every year they release that. No. Forza Horizon. Because so Call a, of Duty's every year, they have a, yeah. a version of that, and Far Cry is once every however many years. So it was a unique. Well, Far, little... The last Far Cry was twenty eighteen. So right, I feel so like it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's it's yeah. So it's a big year. If it's, it's like an Olympic year for games. I, th- I saw. Um, is it Phil Spencer from Xbox? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's his name. I'm just going to quickly look it up because I didn't have it prepared. Obviously, um, he tweeted yesterday that Forza Horizon Five has already. Amassed 4.5 million players. Um, he it was you know one of the biggest launches they've ever had. I think he, I think he said I can't find the exact tweet, but he said it was three times as many peak concurrent players as the previous Forza Horizon 4's highest high. Wow! Can you imagine that? You bring out a game and you're like, oh my god, this thing is not just popular; it is outrageously popular. Well, you think you think it how. Even even three years ago, right? So go back three years when the previous model version came out, Far Cry, whatever. Yep. Imagine in that short three years, we've got now new consoles. Yep. Better better TVs. Yep. TVs that now recognise that gaming's a thing. Yep. And have you noticed that one that one thing all the TV companies had in common was was gaming ga- refresh look, rate, looking look look after stuff. gamers. Yep. That's right. So I think that it's just created this perfect storm for gamers to just enjoy the games in the highest quality, four K. All, all of those features are built into the TV. The, these next level consoles. I did. I know for my sake. I, I was. I played Call of Duty Vanguard in this very room, and it was. I, I can never imagined how just the photo realism of the very, game. Yes. Now is, I was pretty blown is, away with those opening scenes. Well, yeah. I, it wasn't like this before. Also, this is so much better. I jumped into multiplayer the other night, yeah. and maybe it's just me, but it looked. Ten times better than even the demo we ran yeah. a month and a half ago. I it feel is, like the, yeah. the demo that they ran was like pared back. They went, you know, let's yeah. not let's not fully amp it up because <laughs> no, this you're thing right. was it like, is slick. wow, it's very slick, and even sort of the you can uh, interact with the environments and stuff like that now. Like you know, if there's a if there's a door, you can if you can see like a wood panel and you can shoot it out, smash and it make, out, make yeah, a passage yeah. through there. So it's all those interactive environments, but also to the 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 different the, in the multi the Call of Duty the multiplayer modes now 
it's not just your regular six on six anymore. You know, team deathmatch used to be six on six. No. Now they can have eight on eight, ten on ten, twenty-four well, so on twenty-four. I'm not proficient in the types of modes that exist in yeah. multiplayer. All I know is when I, pl- I played for maybe two hours the other night and I was just on, you know, random, no filters, just see what happens. Right. Get so you were playing domination, team deathmatch. Yeah, I, I didn't even yeah. know what was going on. Yeah. I ended in one of them was, I think it was free-for-all or something, so it was yeah. no teams, it was just, just do your eight, best. eight people, <laughs> just yeah. winner-take-all, winner, you know, yeah. many, many you can They're get. They're good, I like those, yeah. <clears throat> um, because what I learnt from playing that multiplayer trial with you was... You've got to just pick a gun, go with a gun, and and yeah, or you got you got to earn, improve it, yeah, yes. yeah, spec it up. Stop playing around with it; just, <coughs> yeah. just spec it up and uh, earn the upgrades. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't take me long to do that, so I felt yeah, more comfortable with it and getting it going. And I think if I played for another couple of hours, I'd choose a different set of weapons to upgrade those and yeah. stuff. But you didn't play the campaign, did you? No, I so I did maybe the first three of yeah. oh, you know what the part of the campaign. No spoilers at all, but the part of the campaign I got to is they were off the train and everything, but then they uh, they jumped out of a plane. And amazingly, didn't get hit by any of the other planes, millions of planes flying around. But anyway, <laughs> lands, and then I, can't, I, I, tried, to, I tried for 10 minutes to try and get through the next bit, and I went, oh, I'm out. Could you do it? Yeah, you've got to be stealthy. You've got to sort of do the, the, the silent takedowns and, and get through the, the to meet your... your, your that's great, mate. Your it was, I just want to shoot again. people. Okay? No, well, I, I, was in, but I was in Stephen Fennig <laughs> Far Cry mode, just wanting to blast yeah, people, right? Yeah, but that's the thing with this, and I wrote this in my review, that's the thing with Vanguard this year, and, and others too. It's not just all about a shoot 'em up, you know, first person shooter. You got to use you. You got to think sometimes. Stealth is some in some levels. That's what you need to do. You be stealthy. You got to be not not be detected. Mm. Um, and it was the whole. It sort of. I love how it took you from all the different areas, the theaters of the war. So you're in the south, in the Pacific. You're in Europe. You're in in Papua New Guinea. It was took you everywhere and different different uh, missions. I love the level in the plane. You know when you got in the plane and and you had to take off off the no, aircraft carrier. I don't know, but you didn't yeah, get that far. And you you know you dive bomb these battle these these. So um, you're flying a plane. Yeah, oh. there's a couple of levels that, and it, spoilers. You, you get shot down and you've got a your you're a pilot, but now you've got a gun. You got to tr- do your best on the ground and and meet up with you with your squad. That was a great level. How many hours did it take you to complete? I reckon about six. Wow, yeah. that's no, that's not happening. Six, six and a half, maybe. But if that, I, it was probably I, a bit more. I a bit think shorter. I would have been doing the campaign if I hadn't burnt myself out with Far Cry. Yeah, right. Like I played. Yeah, and I'm not even, I'm not even playing the campaign there. I was yeah. just enjoying the game. I played like forty hours of Far Cry. I just yeah, can't. You would have done the campaign five times by now. I just can't dedicate my life. I, I well, I did it. It came out Friday. I started playing Friday night and played again Saturday. By Saturday, by Sunday, Arvo, I finished it. Right, Sunday evening. Yeah. So. Forza Horizon Five. I know. I don't know how much Forza Horizon you've played, but a couple of a couple of editions ago, Forza Horizon Three was Australia based. It was yeah. really cool because it was like an outback Yarra Valley, surface yeah. paradise kind of zone. I'm not a big racing fan, mate. I gotta say, I'm not a big racing car game fan. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so then Forza Horizon Four was based in England, and yeah. it's it's just amazing how they they bring in in one map they bring in large parts of of a country. This year, Forza Horizon Five is based in Mexico. Ooh. And it's a big map again. And again, what I love about Forza Horizon is it's free roam. It's the same uh, reason I love Far Cry. Yeah, so you just go do what you want. I can just say, yeah. Jackson is sitting here. He's doing race after race after yeah. race, trying to earn these accolade points and da-da-da-da. I'm just trying to discover the map. Mm. Uh, there's, there's a Every time you discover a new road, you get a ticket, a little count that says yeah. you've discovered 300 roads of the 557. So I'm like... Well, I'm going to do them all. <laughs> so I'm just driving around. Yeah, right. And oh, I just I like know, going... Not, all, all you right. like that, eh? You like that open world. I just, I'm, I'm not... I'm, 
I don't mind it. I, I prefer like an on rails. I know yes. where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, Whereas I, I depend on the game. I guess. If, imagine if they had, and and apparently there are plans. Ubisoft is um, creating this massive open world Star Wars game. Apparently, that that is going to be this massive sandbox and all different. It's just going to be huge. One of the biggest games ever created. So I'd yeah. I'd have a crack at that. Depends yeah. on the environment and what you're doing. I but see, I think that's what's interesting is if it's Star Wars, you would be. Willing to wander. And I think the yeah. reason is because I like, I go to a computer game not for the competitiveness, yeah. but for the escape. Yeah. The experience. So I'm like, yeah, I yeah. can literally just, I don't even, I don't even, my boys sit in the race seat. Yeah. I just sit with the controller on Forza because I don't, it's not really a very realistic simulation. Okay. So yeah. I don't like the. the well, maybe seat. that's something that would suit me then because is, is that what you mean where it's a controller It's a game. casual, casual player could still enjoy it? Absolutely. Like, like if I were the Formula One game, I'm crashing into every barrier. So that's yeah. not really for me. No. The, yeah. So this is not about racing. It's, there is racing, but it's more arcade style racing. Okay. Um, okay. And so there's challenges. Things and it's Xbox do. only, eh? Xbox yes. exclusive. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a Microsoft title. Forza, yeah. Um, so, so the thing is, you know, huge open world game, and and it's fun to. It's a little bit competitive. So you've got your Xbox friends, and you know, the more roads I discover, it tells me that I haven't discovered as many as Jackson. And when I've passed him, it finds my next friends and goes, oh. "You haven't done as many as Jason Cartwright." And then I'm like, "I'm past him." And then, <laughs> then it's like someone else, and you know, it's it's fun in that. Even the yeah, simplest right. things are competitive. But here's the thing I want to talk to you about: hacks. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's so much controversy going on around hacks in yeah. multiplayer on Call of Duty. Like bots and things, yeah. and, and in Forza, there's a um, there's a you know hack if you want to call it that that's been found where you 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 can set up so many assists in, mm. in racing, so it, you know does the t- cornering and braking for you. Yep. That if you put a bit of sticky tape on the controller, that you know it keeps the throttle going. You can play this game called Goliath, which is like 50 laps of you know huge track, and it would take 10 hours. Yep. And you earn huge amount of money and points and things, but you can just set it in all the assists the sticky tape on and off it goes. Jackson ran it overnight last night for 10 hours, earned 7 million bloody credits what? and, you know, it's wow. it just defeats the game, okay. defeats the purpose of the game. But then That's in Call weird. of Duty, you've got all these situations where people are talking about how there's hacks in the multiplayer and the yeah. the developers have got to crack down on this and there's been cheating scandals among among major streamers who play yeah. games for a living. Because it's funny because Vanguard, they, one of their features they, pr- they promoted was a PC anti-cheat system. Well, I don't so it's working. Well, this was, I think this was for um, the call, the Warzone version right. of the game as well because yep. I think that's where a lot, that's of, the, where a lot of that all is the hacking happens. So, that's, well, that's think what they, War, they I think said. the Warzone kind of helped them get to Vanguard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it bridged a gap between... For, yeah, there was Warzone Modern with Modern Warfare 2 and, that's and right. last year, Cold War. And as well. I think it, it's kind of helped yeah. them continue players through it yeah. and just adding maps. Yeah, this one, this game, I think uh, this was made by Sledgehammer. So Call of Duty, they, they take every... turns, the studios. like I think it's it's a three-year window to, right. to create a game, start to finish. So the, you'll find every third year is the, they have their, their go again. Mm-hmm. So we're up to, I think now, might be Modern Warfare 2 next year. So remember how Modern Warfare there oh, was okay. a couple of years ago? Yep. And at the end of that game, did you finish that campaign? At the end of that game, Soap McTavish and the all the players... The last one I finished were, was a... You were... Um, it was like in the First or Second World War. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was... That fighting the Germans and stuff. That was... that was Yeah, that was the one before Modern Warfare. That was... Right. um. It was this thing called World War Two, yeah. Maybe yeah, that, that was about four years ago. But the um, the end of Modern Warfare, which is probably of all the latest Call of Duties, that's probably still my favorite. I still go back and play the multiplayer of that game, which is really good. 
I reckon that's going to be the, the end of that campaign. Was hello, this he was looking at a list of all these soldiers that from the previous version of Modern Warfare 2, you remember they had to re- redid it? Right. Modern Warfare, original Modern Warfare came out in 2007, and then they did Modern Warfare 2 in 2009, I think. And that that's why, where they're going with it. They did another Modern Warfare, and they're going to do another Modern Warfare 2. Because the end of Modern Warfare was so open, all these soldiers that you knew from the other game, it's on. It's coming. So I reckon that's next year. That'll be 2022's Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, is it hard if you go back to modern warfare multiplayer? Yeah, is it is there a lot of players? Like, is it hard yeah. to get a lobby? Packed, yeah. right. packed. It's like Cold War last year was good, not great. I didn't quite like the physics. Cold of the, War, no, I did that. Oh, that's the one you did. That's the one set in the set in the eighties yeah, because there was like a lot of Russian, lot of Russian stuff. Yes, snow capped bloody yeah. bases. Yeah, it wasn't the campaign. I did the campaign. Yeah, we did try. You finished that campaign. Yes, and that was all right. But multiplayer was just was. All right, wasn't the best. I kept going back to Modern Warfare. Right. But this one, I'm really liking Vanguard. It's really the good. The multiplayer yeah. maps on Vanguard are yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. phenomenal. Some good the variety. The castle is this big yeah. Japanese kind of garden Yeah, that's a big map too. It's massive. Yeah, that's a big map. I remember I did a 24 on 24 on that game. It was just a I was excited chaos. to land in um, the Hotel Royal. In one Royal, of yeah, yeah. And the, the, like the Eagle's Nest, a couple that we'd done. Yes, the ones that were like, in the And I'm like, okay, I know this. I know <laughs> this. You know. They've got other ones. They've got one, I think... Um, it's set in like an abandoned house. It's a pretty tight map where you just got to just have your wits about you. You remember that beach map in the beta? It's completely different in the in yeah, this, but Gavu- it's bigger. It's got, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's got more kind of. Is it? Is it bigger? Yeah, it looks it's the same it's, to me. It's it's got like when you're down the the north end of the beach, there's yeah. there's a little tunnel and stuff down ah, there, right. things like okay. that. Yeah, right. Um, so they kept a little bit from the. The, Whereas the, the other version. ones are exactly the same as the beta, so maybe maybe it's a different. map. There was only three maps, say, on the that's beta. That's right. Yeah. yeah, but no, that's good variety. It's not bad at all. And here's I'm the thing: it. I maybe my problem is I I enjoyed playing it early, like in the first yeah. couple of days, because you're in a you're in a lobby with say twelve people, and six of them are aces, like they've got yeah. forty star ranks or something, but six of them are ones, and yeah. it's good because you like that's what you need. You need to feel like you're not the only yeah. goose here, um, and. I, I worry that if I come back to it in a week or two, it's just going to be full of experts. Well, they, they and really try hard to, play. to match you. They, they reckon they've got a matching server that'll sort of try to pit you against people right. similar rank to you. Right. But early on, it's hard because some people they get on on day one and play for eight hours. They're like already rank forty. Yeah, and you're two or three. I think I'm up to what like fifteen or something. I'm up to now. But um, yeah. I felt like I was doing good. I felt like yeah, I was yeah that was game. great. I saw you a little. I got an MVP too. Did you get an MVP one time? No, mate. You know the end of the game. They, yeah. I, I got voted know, I MVP. Yeah, it's like, come on. It takes a bit of time. It's yeah, like, yeah. come on, let's go. Let's yeah, go, let's I'm go, let's you. go. Well, I, I think it's curious because you hope you make the list. Like yeah. a, a couple of games where you, you I did okay, I'm, I think I've made the list twice and, and won one. They voted me as MVP. Yeah, I think I'll see you in that screenshot. Yeah, yeah Sharky68, kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> it's it's a massive, massive time for gaming, so you'll be uh, Yeah, Christmas, no Christmas time, yeah. I think it'll be a lot of people wanting a console in these latest games for sure. I um I don't think you can cloud game in any of them. Although Forza no Forza Horizon Five, you'd be able to play on the Xbox Game Pass cloud service because it's a launch day available on Game Pass. Very good. You don't know, you don't have to buy that. You can just have it on subscription. So, so Forza, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Forza's part of Game Pass, so you can yeah. just have a sixteen month dollar a month subscription and you get the game. Wow. Um, and you can play it without a console. Just play it Giddy on your up. play it on your Mac if you want to. How good is that? A browser. I haven't tried that yeah. yet to be honest. On a Mac, yeah. I suppose the M one Mac would be pretty good, eh? Well, I don't think it or matters not. because you're not processing power here. The of course, power on the cloud. Yeah, of course, in the cloud. Yeah, right. 
Um, but certainly you can play it on your phone with a controller attached, stuff like that. Yeah, like the backbone or something like that, yeah. Yeah, on, the, on your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that would work beautifully. Or you can just yeah. you can hook an Xbox controller up to yeah, yeah, uh, well, iPad or Bluetooth. a phone as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, let us know what you're playing uh, now and in the lead-up to Christmas. Um, you'll find uh, me cruising the streets of Mexico or Mexico, <laughs> uh, and you'll find Stephen just headshotting people uh, <laughs> Call of Duty. Oh, fortunately, we haven't gone. Like, it was about three or four years ago we played multiplayer and – we were again. We were competitive, and yeah. you, you had to kill me, and I had to kill you. Yeah. We're never doing that again. Yeah. I, I really enjoy playing with you co-op. I like co-op, being on yeah, your yeah. team. All right, you don't want to be against me. Mate. I don't want to be against no, you. Don't want to be against me. I just kept sneak, sneaking up on you and stabbing you. You didn't hear me. I was still. It was like it was like, come on, mate. What are you? What are you garroting my my artery here for, mate? Jesus. <laughs> that was funny. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, two blokes talking tech. <laughs> Well, smart home, that seems to be the buzzword, mate. Smart, everyone wants oh, yeah. their home smarter. We want to get our little our connections and do things with our devices, remotely control things, monitor things. And there's a couple of... The, the thing with smart homes, I think a lot of people... Uh, there's a couple of myths out there that, mm. number one, it's expensive. People think, oh, I can't afford that. It's just going to be too much. Yep. And number two is that it's hard to do. People think, oh, I'll never, yeah, I'll never be able to manage yeah, that. It's yeah, too yeah. complicated. I can't do it. Well... I think what Laser's done, Laser has released their smart home brand into Big W. Yep. And I think, to, to me, that kind of makes it mainstream. It's, it's accessible now to customers and affordable. Like Products as little as 8 bucks. Their smart bowl, which all their, in, their range of products are going to be 20% off in Big W. Yep. That includes the $10 light bulb, which is now going to be $8. I mean, so, you know, the $10 yeah. light bulb is... Remarkable price. Yeah, we, we still, talked about that when yeah. it launched at that price. I think well for that. I think that's a really good example of a product that can lead you into a whole family of products. So I if always you go, say okay, to I'll people, spend eight bucks. Yeah, I always say to people if you've got a Google Home or an Alexa, you know, and you're just using it to play the radio and the music, it's good. But just buy a light bulb. Just yeah. buy one light bulb, and then Easy way and, to start. and I think if if you're listening to us and you haven't done it, let's be clear: you buy an eight dollar light bulb, you download an app. And you put the light bulb into its socket and you turn it on and it flashes. And that's its way of saying, I'm ready to pair. You open up the app and it goes, I found the light bulb. Found the light bulb. Boom. What do you want to do? You go, oh, here's the Wi-Fi password. Boom. It connects to your Wi-Fi network. Yeah. And from that point on, you can, in an app, turn your light bulb on and off. Change the color. And, all and that, yeah. if you buy the color one, yes, you can do that as well. Um, and then it, then if you've got an Alexa or a Google. So that's all you need to do to have an app-controlled light bulb. If you want a voice-controlled light bulb, then you open up Alexa or Google and you add a device and a different. And they normally detect a device, don't they? they Often they will, or you can just you know pair with the app and it'll it'll um, like Alexa will go, what do you got? You got I got laser or two year and click it and it will find it and it will just add it to your home and you can say it's in this room. You can give it a name and then you can just ask Alexa to turn a light on and off. Yeah, and it is the coolest, simplest thing that you can do. To, to demonstrate yeah. that you've got a cool smart home. Well, I think people's definition of what is smart, well, that that's smart. Being able to control it with your phone, control it remotely, control it with your voice. And then when you really get good at it and you want to build on it, you can then add other products like a security camera, a yep. you know, video doorbell, uh, a, a, a smart switch too. I think a smart switch is another good, a good first product to buy because it'll turn a device that's not smart into something you can control. And so an example of that is either your iron. You could put one on the iron and go, oh, I forgot to turn the iron off. Don't worry, just open the app and turn it yeah. off. 
or a lamp that doesn't have a bulb that you want to be fancy and smart because it might be a, a beautiful vintage bulb or yeah. it might be a strange shape. You don't want to change that lamp. Yeah. So you just plug the power. So it's like it looks like a double adapter. Yeah. But it's a single it's plug. Got USB you, ports to it. You plug it into the wall and then you plug your thing into it. So whether it's yeah. a light bulb, a light post or a, of iron or your TV, whatever you want to plug in, something that you want to turn off at the wall. Um, you good, just, another good example coming into summer is a fan. So you've got a fan. Go. Yep. So you've got it maybe in the corner of the room and you want to just turn it on rather than having to get up or remember to turn it off. Just go boop. Connected to the smart switch, smart switch in the wall, fan in the smart switch, boom. People often say it's lazy. And then I say, okay, I know it sounds lazy, but it's also convenient, right? So here's, here's an example of why the smart home is convenient and also energy efficient. You can set routines within, say, Siri or Alexa and, and those things to say, when I leave the house, turn everything off. Yeah. Like, when I leave the house, make sure all the lights are off. Or when I leave the house, make sure just one light's on so it looks like I'm home yeah. or whatever it is. Or even with a fan, you say, when it hits 22 degrees, turn on. Yeah, if you've got another device yeah. that has temperature built yeah. into it, yeah, do yeah. all those things. So there's all these there's all these possibilities. That's the exciting thing about this. And, and it's very low cost of entry to, to get into it now with these laser products. And we're talking the, lo- the LED bulbs, the, the smart lighting, the... The filament bulbs, you know, those yeah, really got, nice, got those ones that look, look vintage, yep. really decorative. Um, there's also these strip lights too. Strip lights, 20, very popular. Twenty-three dollars twenty for strip light. Yeah, that's crazy. How two long? Strip two meter. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. And then yeah. they've got the the smart plug you mentioned for nineteen bucks. Yep. Now smart security, they've got a full HD camera for thirty-nine bucks. They've got a doorbell for ninety-nine bucks. Um, now I will say, laser stuff is only compatible with Alexa and Google. Yeah. So it's not so HomeKit compatible. Siri, yeah. If you're deep, deep, deep in the Apple ecosystem, it still works. Like, totally usable. Yeah. Yep. But the voice control and stuff, not possible. Yeah. So this is really for people if who are... If you want the Siri connectivity, Arlo, our great sponsors, have all got HomeKit compatibility. So you can control all of that with That's Siri. right. And there's... <clears> but the just in terms of lighting, I, I just think that the $8 light bulb is the best thing you could buy someone. Especially yeah. if you're looking for a Christmas present, you buy them a Google Home or an Alexa. Yeah. Buy them a light bulb as well. Put yeah. that with it. With so that you're planting yeah. the seed that it's more than just a little speaker yeah. you can ask to play music. And that's podcasts. the beauty of this. It's just the Wi-Fi you need. There's no hub, no other external hardware no. required. It's just the device connecting to your Wi-Fi and control with the app on your phone. Yep. And it's all <coughs> a big W. So these these are uh, newish products, but Laser has had these products on their own website. They also make a range of products that they do at Harvey Norman. That's where we last talked about their yep. great deals. The Connect ones. The Connect Smart Home, essentially the same products in a different box, let's be honest. Yep. Um, but these are now at Big W. And I think the great thing is that uh, availability at Big W is the sign of mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's sure, Harvey yeah, Norman's sort of got something, in, in touch, yeah. but Big W's, you know, ranging it at, en masse, and yep. that means that it's it's really something for everyone. So, yeah, really cool, good value, good products. Um, they're a great bunch of people, Chris and Ron and the team at Laser here in Sydney, yep. Aussie company. They also find, make good barbecue too, mate. Good barbecue, oh, mate. Yeah. We're getting... Um, well, we only a couple of weeks. We've yeah, got a barbecue. Yeah, two on the 26th on Black Friday. Um, Black Friday? Uh, pig. Yeah. Is going, that right? He's doing a whole, whole hog. Giddy up. Literally the whole hog. We'll go on the whole hog. Yeah. <laughs> and no, there'll be ribs in that too. There'll be ribs. Yeah, brisket. he'll do some brisket and stuff as well because yeah. there's some people that don't eat pork. But um, yeah, this is a very uh, yeah very special barbecue. Very nice. Looking forward to that. Um, all right. Details about Laser Smart Home Products and their new range at Big W. Available at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. <laughs> Now, 
And if you're buying all those smart home products, you need a great Wi-Fi network because if you put a light bulb at one end of the house and a light bulb at the other and the modem is only near one of them, you might not get good range enough to connect the other one. But more importantly, you're trying to stream Netflix, Dan or Disney Plus at one end of the house and the modem's down the other. You're not getting the speed you're paying for. So you look at a Netgear Orbi Wi-Fi 6 system. There's dual band, there's tri-band. There's a range of different options for you to give you the speed on your Wi-Fi network that you're paying for with your internet provider. A lot of people say to us, uh, my internet's slow, but actually it's their internet's great, but their Wi-Fi that's slow. So consider upgrading your Wi-Fi network to Netgear's Orbi Wi-Fi 6 range, and you can find details of every single Orbi product at netgear.com.au. I got up the other morning and, you know, you're watching the Instagram stories to see what's going on in the world. Yeah. And there couldn't have been more people posting photos of their dogs and cats. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what the hell? And so there was this little um, sticker that appeared on every every post, had this little white sticker on like over above it that said, we will plant one tree for every pet, every photo of a pet. And then it said, add yours. And so this was a new thing. Uh, we'd never seen this on Instagram, but it was this ability to just click this add yours button and then you could open your photo library, find a photo of your pet and upload it and it would actually add this sticker as well. Mm. And That's a new feature on Insta, right? You can correct. just call this call out. So, like, it was a bit weird because we're like, what is going on here? My first thought was, who started this? Is this Instagram? Yeah. Well, I, lo- no- I looked at that too because I've got pictures, I got dog pi- pictures yep. of my dogs and I'm thinking, oh, I'll do this as well. And then I'm thinking... So who is going to plant the tree? Who is who started this? Yeah, and so there was no, I couldn't find out, so I didn't bother. There were some stories that you know reported there were six hundred thousand people doing this, and it still couldn't be found out who was planting the trees. By the time I was getting breakfast radio calls, there had been three point three, and then up to four million people who had shared pet photos. <laughs> and I, so then I did a test. I went, okay, what is this thing? And I took a photo of myself, and I added this. I think I put a thing saying, "No one's going to plant a tree for you. Add yours." And fortunately, someone else did so I could see it. And it actually shows, you know, started by Trevor Long AU. And I'm like, oh, okay. So very confusing, very interesting and strange, right? So someone just tried to get... Who the hell's planting for Who was the first one? (laughs) Well, it turns out it was an Instagram account called um, Plant a Tree Co. Right? Yeah, that's noble. That's nice. They're actually, you know. But they essentially pooed their pants. (laughs) <laughs> they say, and this is their 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 words, not exactly, but they basically say we put this thing up because they we, they saw this new feature, uh, and it we had so many people do it quickly, like ten or twenty people. We took it down because we realised the potential of it, uh, and because it had already started, you can't stop it. Exactly. Right? Yes. The, and the fuse because, was lit because they deleted it. There was no attribution. Uh, so here they are now, two days later, with four million people doing it, blowing up that Instagram has removed their credit on it. Despite oh. the fact that they, they admit took it they deleted themselves. it. Yeah. So you look into this mob, right? Yeah. Tree Plant Co., whatever they're called. Yeah. And you go to their website, they're selling necklaces. <laughs> you what now? They're very environmental <laughs> pictures on their website and stuff. They're selling necklaces, oh, and the God. proceeds of which go towards planting trees. Planting a tree. How many trees do you think Plant Tree Co., whatever they're called, have planted? None. No, no, no they've planted some trees. They're, they're a legit business. A thousand. Six and a half thousand. Okay. That they've never had the scale to, more to than, plant 100,000 trees, let wow. alone 4.4 million bloody trees. That one got away from them. So then they start a fundraiser. Oh, look, we really want to follow through, so we're going to you know, fundraise. No, nah, people, don't give them any money. <laughs> like, there's been enough people dig into these, the person behind this to go, you know what? Yeah. You know, their, their credentials as a necklace sales, you know, non-for-profit charity 
Don't do it. It doesn't look good. We don't yeah. recommend it. It well, was just I didn't crazy. get caught up in it, mate. I looked at it and I'm thinking, now who, who who started this? I, and if I couldn't find, I, my first thought was, who's going to plant the tree? Yeah, and I couldn't exactly. work out who the, who that was going to do. So I thought, no, nah, I'll I'll keep my picture. I to myself. I look at it though and I go, this is a fascinating story of virality. Here's a thing, and it's it's a great idea from Instagram. This add yours thing, um, concerning that that it can be unattributed, but hopefully they'll fix that in terms of how they know who the hell's doing it. Um, but imagine you start something and it shows how, basically, how viral you can go. Now, the reason it exists is to, A, uh, create more engagement so more people will actually post photos and things. B, let's say you put up, you know, here's my Star Wars thing, um, add yours. And yeah. you can then look at who else is adding stuff and go, oh, look at that yeah. person. And you can actually follow. You can yeah, find. I've seen it. I've, so I've it's a it. discovery yeah. mechanism. You can yeah. find new people to follow. Yeah. Um, I think it'll work That's well smart. on like yeah. Christmas Day. Here's what I got for Christmas. What did you get? That yeah. kind of thing. <clears throat> so it's Instagram kind of scrambling a little bit for engagement and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I know. I, I read that they're they're struggling to keep engage people engaged with TikTok sort of growing and overtaking them now. You know, they they apparently and it's, it's, it was in, you know private documents from Instagram Australia, but apparently they just can't get young people to keep using the platform and keep posting to the platform on Instagram. <clears throat> yeah. And I said, listen, because they're going to TikTok. Well, I said it's it's because they're not posting because kids don't. Kids don't post; they just DM. Yeah, that's what kids do. They actually don't share publicly. Do that too? You can DM on TikTok. Yeah, you can DM on TikTok, but I'm talking about on Instagram. Yeah, right. That's what Facebook became from too. Like that's right. So you know, if you look at the platform, they've got TikTok to just scroll through and get their, you know, satisfaction. Plus, they can (laughs) they can post stupid stupid stuff there and go viral. Instagram it, doesn't offer the ability to go viral in the same way that TikTok does. And we all know that the younger generation today... Why, what do you mean? Like, because, because well, of what? Instagram only, only has reels yeah. because of TikTok. Mm. And, it, you know, it's pretty good. But TikTok has the ability for you to post something and, you know, m- million people see it because of the algorithm. It's just, a, it's a stronger yeah. algorithm. Yep. But that's what kids want. They want the adrenaline. They, they want, want the drug viral. that is yeah. going that's, viral. That's why you see, like, I, I I, don't know what it is with the algorithm, but I, I see the same thing over and over again on TikTok. And, and same style of thing or the exact same thing? The same style of thing. Same, you know how there's, like, a song and they dance to this particular song and I've seen, like, 4,000 versions yeah, so of that. You, you know, you, with TikTok, you've really yeah. got to go and discover new stuff to, to yeah. build the algorithm to, to well, your likings. One thing I like on TikTok is when they play, um, I forget the name of the song, but it's a... They play a song and it's they they sort of pose and then it flashes back to an old photo that they recreate a photo from when they were younger. Yeah, have you seen that? Are they? Yeah, it's not real. It's a filter. No, no, it's the, it's them, right? So they start off the the the, the song says every day on my own and and I forget the name of the the band, but then uh, and yeah, it says I'm just a kid. It plays that song. So they're there trying to recreate this photo, real video, and then they flash to the photo, and it's them. It'd be like, say, a father and a daughter, them sort of hugging each other, and then it's it's that flashes back to them when they were when the father. If it's the same thing I'm thinking of from it was pretty big a couple of months ago. It's actually mostly staged, so it's people that use their kids to dress in the same clothes as they are. And so they no, try, no, this they're, they're actually swapping it around. This isn't that. This is just them trying to be, I'm trying to find one for you. Right. They're them trying to be, um, to recreate a photo, an old photo. Yeah. Okay. Good quality I just, stuff. I just find that the it's... I it's, think the reason I've got a good TikTok algorithm is because basically my WhatsApp <laughs> groups, whether it's the boys' yeah. 
from CES or the Man Cave moderators, yeah. we just share so much rubbish with each other. Okay. That I know the ones you share with me too. There. Yeah. That well, might, that might have affected. I my know what your your interests are. <laughs> that um, might have I need my to share algorithm. with you some more rubbish. Some. Okay. But yeah, like, I, if I like, let's do this right now. Okay. Let's have an experiment here, right? Yeah. You open TikTok. You're yeah. browsing, are you? I'm looking. I'm trying to find this thing. That's what I'm getting. Look at that. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I'm going to flick through. So here's here's some chick talking about a baby, right? And then this is a trucker, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your algorithm is wrong. So this is a bloke who drives a truck. This is a bloke who's into um, iRacing and sim racing. Uh Um, Comedy. Sorry, sorry, I'm a bit distracted. I get a lot of comedy because I I just love watching comedy Yeah, I get some comedy too. I do get comedy. Um, um, Ads for Disney Plus, you know. I get some comedy. Look at this. I've scrolled like 10 times and haven't seen the kind of content you're seeing. You wish. Yeah. No, but see, I don't. Because I don't. I just don't need that in my life. You don't think so? There's websites you can go to for that content. <laughs> Using, oh, wow. She needs to show If only this was a video podcast. No, eh? I'm glad it's not. If only this was, I'm still come trying. I tell you what, I get a lot of golf stuff. Golf stuff. Love it. Yeah, so what you need to do yeah. when you see the golf stuff, follow them. And, yes. and like them so that you're really forcing the algorithm. You know, I do that. And I, one of my faves Stop is... Stop liking the, the other stuff. I don't like anything. I, don't, I like nothing. Uh, one of my well, favourite golf ones is you, get the, the, you hear the commentary. You know how you can take the audio. Mm. My favourite one, I don't know whether you've seen this. The It's a bloke trying to line up his shot. He goes, oh, it's 152 yards. He goes, should we be comfortable? No, no. They're going to go nuts when he hits this, and when and they time it. So when he hits it, the crowd goes wild. Oh, right. <laughs> Have you not seen that? No. Oh, jeez. Share gonna, that stuff with me. I'm going to try do that. <laughs> I'm going to try do that for myself. I'm going to film myself hitting a good shot, and then have time take it. The, so that, take the sunglasses shot I did of you. Yeah, you know, yeah. That one oh no, no, you need it so that you can you can see the commentary lasts a certain time, and as soon as you hit the ball, it's got to it's got to connect with the crowd. The crowd roaring. Just line it up. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you'll make it work. But anyway. that's uh, that's pretty good. I'm just try- I'm still trying to find the. Uh, it actually might go because I've saved the audio. If I can go to the saved audio, what if you save the audio? For you me? can save the audio because, <coughs> I, I, mate, it, it it was a, I really like those those posts. They're really, they're really touching. They're, 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 it's like a father and you know, hugging his daughter who's like twenty, and then the next they flash back to the same photo that they've recreated. And she's a little girl, and he's, you know, they've, they've recreated the photo. You haven't seen this? No. Man. And you need to share that stuff with me so I can understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, two blokes talking about uh, TikTok. Uh, that's just, uh, that's good content, Stephen, <laughs> that you've got on your phone there. Uh, I just. Hey, mate, I'm just flicking through. I just, just flick too much through. time looking over my shoulder if that was on my phone. Mate, yeah. Wondering, oh. wondering who was watching. Yeah. yeah. Most of those accounts yeah. are there to promote. Online services well, that they have. Okay, can I ask then? That's, that's why why do they say a lot of those types of accounts mm. say "Look at my sound"? Yeah, because in because their, that's their, their if link. If you look is. at the sound up, the, they name the sound. They name the sound something like. Um, is that a, where the chicken and corn a, is? Accountant lies, is link in Instagram or something, and so they tell you where to find. Okay, because TikTok's very good at cutting down on the kind of promotion of that content, but yep. these people just find a way around it. They call themselves accountants oh, or. Look. Spicy or whatever, yeah, Instagram, Instagram ad advertising on TikTok. on TikTok. Funny. And so they want you to go and discover their other profiles somewhere else yep. to then find their website that you can go to and maybe subscribe on a monthly basis to, okay. I don't know, is it a podcast? I don't know what they're doing on a monthly basis, but there's content that they make available to people. 
Um, Some video content, I, I, I gather. I wouldn't know. A little bit of, like, would you like, like, I've seen that a couple of times in my Yes, face. that's come up in Have mine you seen as well. I shared that with the boys, I'd, obviously. I'd get my hair cut every day. Yeah. If I, if it was yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you get your hair cut often, mate? Or yeah. Do I get a blow dry or something? Blow dry. <laughs> <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. That was, that was close to the bone. Yeah. Ooh, on the bone. The uh, NBN. Let's talk about NBN, mate. Oh, come on. And uh, there's a lot of people who are still struggling with uh, fibre to the node. Yep. And the good news is that uh, the the fibre extension continues, and uh, the NBN's announced another 200,000 premises are going to be added to this fibre expansion. I think this is mainly around the Hunter area. If just looking at the New South Wales, you'd know some of these, wouldn't you? Musselbrook. Yep, that's on the drive um, up to Walker Road. Yeah, Wombrel. Wombrel's uh, on the central coast. Yeah, Windrain, Wyong. So it's sort of central coast, Newcastle, Hunter, Hunter Valley yeah, right. sort of area. Yep. That's in New South Wales. But there's other areas in Victoria, Queensland, South Australia, Western Australia that are also going to get this expansion. So we're talking about areas currently served with fibre to the node and now going to have the ability, if they want to upgrade to a faster plan, to have the fibre then brought to their front door. And, and let's be clear, this is a really important differentiation here. They're not upgrading every house to fibre. No. But they are making fibre available for free to those homes that want it. And the reason for that is oh, such a narky thing that people get antsy about on the internet. They go, well, who's paying for all that? It's like, well, the reason, or why didn't they do this in the first place? If they did this in the first place, they would be paying to dig up every home, yeah, street, it would da, have da, cost da, triple yeah. to put the fibre into every home. But instead, yeah. what they're saying is if there's 100 homes in a street and 70 of them are thinking, well, my internet's fine. Yep. 30 of them, or 10 of them go, I wouldn't mind more speed, but I'm not going to pay for it. Yep. And 20 of them go, oh, Jesus, I would pay anything for more speed. Those 20 people, as long as they they sign, tell a telco they're willing to yep. pay the extra 20 30 or $40 for the higher speed plan, mm. the NBN will come and they will dig a hole and they will put fibre to your home. So we're talking about some, like, say, fibre to the node where, say they want 100 megabits per second. They, that's not possible on fibre to the node right now. No. But if they wanted that, that's called the fast plan, isn't it? So yes. fast plan, so they'll get the fibre to enable that. And if you wanted to go up to the In super all honesty, fast, I don't know whether you have to sign up to a super fast or ultra fast or whether a fast counts. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to be willing to sign up to a faster plan, basically. What I like too is that fibre to the curb. It is, sorry, it is home. It is home fast, home super fast, and yeah, ultra fast. Yeah. So what I'm uh, I, I know that uh, fibre to the curb is what I've got here is from next year. If I want to upgrade to like I can already get fast to hundred, but if I wanted to go super fast and ultra fast from next year, they're going to give me that facility as well. Yeah. To to upgrade that little mate, it's like. It's like six meters from the pit to my house, so it's not wouldn't not a massive I don't job. think they'll upgrade the. I think it'll just be a, um, just a plan upgrade. I think oh, right. they'll just dig capacity in the same way that I've got ultra fast. I've got nine hundred megabits at home. Yeah, there was no cable required. It's just but you're HFC. on HFC, but I am. Yeah, but yep. I'm on. So I'll have copper from the pit to my house. Yeah, will they keep that or? No, no. Depends. Yeah. I think it'll be house by house. Some houses that that might be able to cope. You don't know. I don't right. know. But otherwise, okay. yes. They'll, so they'll whose problem is that? Is that say so I'm with Optus right now? And I say to Optus, I want this. What do you? What's the go? They, do they have to? When they make the order, when yeah. you say to Optus, yes, I want the ultra fast. Yeah. They'll say we're going to take your booking. We'll let you know when you can get it. Then they tell the NBN you want the upgrade. And, and then the, the NBN said, oh well, he'll need a new cable. Yeah. Or he'll he'll be right as, as he is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they know. Because if I'm right as I am, why didn't they offer me this already? Because it's the same with HFC. It's been there all the time, but they yeah. need to. Some of it's Optimize just the encoding it. technology. Some of yeah. it's the. Some of it's just technological advances. It's just software. Yeah, right. Some okay. of it's just versions of software. So, yep. 
um, there's advances got to be done. So it's it's um, there's uh, a lot of narcs still about this. Oh man, it's so annoying. Honestly, yeah, we were um, uh, this this takes to I think it's two million. This will be two million homes that have access to the ultra fast. This is an additional 1.6 million homes. It's a lot of homes, yeah. but let's be clear, it's still not everyone. So, of course not. At the end of this rollout, there will be still be another million or two homes that yeah. don't have access, and so that'll be the next thing. They'll they'll have yeah. a, another range of suburbs. Well, was the NBN saying their goal is to, and this is a 3.5 billion dollar up expansion, so yeah. it, it's it's big one, and they're saying that their goal is to have the NBN's highest wholesale speed tiers available to up to 8 million premises or 75% of homes or businesses by 2023. That's two years away. Yeah. Wow. That's so huge. They're going to uh, get their skates on because they're only 2 million into that now, aren't they, the prem- homes and premises? Yeah, but you've got to remember, and available and accessible, two different things. Yeah. So okay. that that just means that it'll be available on the roadmap and you know then you've got to order it. And then if, you order it, yeah. If everyone in your street orders it over the course of six months, it might be you know 12 months' worth of work. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. We don't really know how much work's involved. But um, uh, yeah, I'd be keen to go up to maybe the 250. Like, I'm on the 100 now. Yeah. I'd, I'd go up to the 250 just for laughs. But, but I'm on then, the 1,000 just for laughs. Yeah, I know you are. It's, all, it's not all about speed. Mate. I was looking at the 5G map the other day too. Still nothing here. Shut up. Like literally, there's just. I, mate, I'm still getting narcs asking five, me on there's Twitter. Five G in Griffith. Who was Miranda, it? Wagga. Who was it? I got a name drop in. Glenn Watts. <laughs> Glenn Watts says, "You got five G at your place yet?" And what I, did, what I did, what yeah. I did, I just liked it. I didn't give him a smart ass comment back. Yeah. I just liked it. Yeah. And yeah. he's got a reputation, Glenn. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Is he in your man cave? Yes. Uh, is he really? He's yeah. one of the moderators, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a loose, loose unit. Tell him that that's online bullying. I can <laughs> say that, okay? <laughs> Five, to, to cellular shame me, to 4G shame me yeah. like that. That's, that's I, just, I, mate, I, was I consider that online bullying. Because I was talking this week on the radio about the Telstra 5G broadband we talked about last week. Yep. Um, I was looking at you know, maps. You know, I'm doing, a bro- I'm doing a radio spot in Griffith. Have they got it there? Mate, it's everywhere. It's in Bendigo. And yeah. then I looked at Sydney Thanks, and went, mate. surely Stephen's got it now. And I looked, and my God, <laughs> there's still a gaping hole. Yeah, I don't want any of that coronavirus here, mate. It's hilarious I've just me. turned my Wi-Fi off. Yeah, 4G. <laughs> Did you think it was just suddenly going to be there? Well, you know what? Honestly, I've, wa- I've, I've walked mate, around I know, with my it's phone. Just there. It's just... I've walked around with my phone in front of my neighbour. If I walk yeah. five metres from my, the, my boundary, yep. it's 5G. This is... What the hell? It's painful for you, but it's hilarious for me. Well, what do you do? Just on that, by the way, uh, Telstra and Optus, last week we talked about the 5G. Vodafone, yeah, yesterday, we described it as putting a cat amongst the pigeons with their 4G home internet plan. Ah. So they've got a... That makes sense, you know. They've got a solid 4G network. Exactly. And that's 150 megabits per second or something, isn't it? $50 a month, right, to existing mobile customers or non-Vodafone customers, $60 a month. Uh um, And unlimited data. Really? Now, oh, it might only be... For your home. That's a home plan. might only be 20 megabits per second or something. But the, the point is, it's it's all wow. about that alternative to the NBN. And we talked about this last week. Let's yeah. be clear. The reason the telcos... The talkers don't want to give up half the money to the NBN. Correct. That's right. Yeah. This, this is all their own cash that way. Yeah. Fascinating. Isn't it? Hey, like, and it, well, I was on... We were talking on my 2GB set with Deb Knight yesterday. We were talking about the NBN. And she was mentioning, I said, well, what about 5G? And they're going to have 6G? And I said, well, that's the, the companies want to sell you their own product. They don't want to... 
have to resell you the NBN yeah. if, if they could. But Chelsea would prefer to take all the money rather than giving half of it back to the NBN. Of course. Yeah, but she was, But I said to her, though, that we still sort of need that backbone of connectivity. We still yeah. need that hardwired connection. If if everyone on the NBN switched to 5G, yeah. it would collapse. It would bring it to its knees, yeah, I know. Although, so like 5G is like millimetre waves supposed to be able to handle that, but I, I don't know. Yeah, but millimetre waves are not going to be everywhere. Millimetre waves yeah. for a different, you know. Yeah, it's for more sort of intense, sort of densely densely populated yeah. areas. That, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be in your street. No. Well, uh, maybe, maybe that's what I'll get instead of sub-6. They might put in a little millimetre wave tower here for me to get me on 5G. Yeah, they might. <laughs> you, you keep telling yourself that, buddy. Who do I talk to at Telstra? Get Andy Penn on the phone. No, I've told him not to service you. Oh, that's thanks, exactly mate. why. He's keeping up his end of the bargain. Right, I'm keeping up mine. So you're holding me down, are you? Is that what you're trying to yeah, do? That's, keep yeah. you back? That's the cloud I've got. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm able to prevent your area you from idiot. getting 5G. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two Blokes Talking Tech are proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. And guess what? Arlo have got a new camera. Boom! The Arlo Go Two 4G. So it's, it's out. It's uh, coming into Australia in early 2022. Right. Okay. So yep. it's not out yet. Yep. They've just announced it. It's coming. But this is a camera for those people who want to monitor maybe a holiday house, a construction site. Trevor might want to look at his boat or whatever he's got to monitor. Yeah. So wherever there's no Wi-Fi, but you still yeah, it's a big <laughs> so big yeah, it's like Wolf of Wall Street yeah. size. Eh? You want to be able to still monitor, like the construction site's a great example. Or a holiday house, you might not have Wi-Fi at your holiday house, but you still want to be able to monitor what's going on. There's no Wi-Fi, so what this has, this comes with a 4G data plan. So you can ensure the camera is continuously connected and you can be monitoring it with uh, have inter- uninterrupted security. And, of course, weatherproof design can be positioned anywhere so you can keep an eye on your boat or your caravan or any other remote locations. I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, properties, rural properties that, that need that rural need it. properties, yeah. anything you like. So it has a swappable rechargeable battery, and you can also, if Wi-Fi is available, it can connect to Wi-Fi if it's available. Mm-hmm. But this is designed for those places where only 4G is is there. Provides full HD video as well as color night vision. Has full duplex audio. Built-in siren too, so you can trigger that manually or automatically to ward off any unwanted visitors. It also has GPS positioning. Did you know this? So you can actually track the camera's whereabouts to monitor your devices if, in case they're in multiple locations or in the event of theft. If someone pinches it, you can track it. Oh, yes. GPS, yeah. So that's uh, they've thought of everything. The Arlo Go to 4G camera. It's not out in Australia till early next year, but I thought I'd give you a little bit of a sneak preview. We'll be looking at it when it is released officially yep. in Australia. But if you want to find out more, I've written about it on Tech Guide, but also go to Arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, well, kids are back at school, and... Um, How's that for you? <clears throat> it's great. Oh, God. So, so yeah. I mean, they're lovely and everything, but just... <laughs> but they must be happy, too, to be yeah. among with they're their mates again. They're back with their mates and yeah, all good. that stuff. So, yeah, no, it's good. Rather than staying home with boring old dad, eh? Yeah, how boring. I mean, imagine <laughs> spending time with me. <laughs> Amanda certainly had a gut for. Um, so is Jacko back, mate? Jack, Jack up. He, he, he's okay. Yeah, he, he'd prefer to be at home. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's more like his old man, is he? Yeah, hundred percent. Please. Yep. Really? Yep. Mate, tell him he's a handsome young kid, mate. Yeah, get amongst fine. it. He's going to be successful. Tell that's, him get amongst it. That's my advice to him. 
Get into it. <laughs> we, were, we were recording last night and, I, and he Snapchatted me, so I forgot I hadn't snapped him that day. So I snapped oh. a photo of the screen of me and you. Yep. And he wrote back, hi, Stephen. And I'm like, you don't. What, I can't. This I is can't Snapchat. What are you talking about, yeah. you idiot? Oh, He's well, a big fan of your courteous, work, courteous kid, mate. Um, but we're, we're during lockdown, kids were at home all day on their computers doing homeschooling. Parents didn't know what the hell to do because they couldn't go out. So they were obviously giving more screen time. But there's been some research done into this. Uh, Life Ed and Trend Micro did research uh, of Aussie parents and found that 37% of parents reported they did relax their screen time restrictions. That's understandable. And I agree. Did you? Spot on. Yeah, totally. What else you do? What else are you going to do? You're yeah. going to be a complete asshole, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, there's nothing the kids can do. They weren't <coughs> even allowed to go play with their friends. They were allowed yeah, to have right. a, you know, at the very end of it, they were allowed to have a bubble with one other friend or two other friends. It was stupid. So do you consider screen time just when they've got a device in their hand, yes. or is it when they watch TV? No, it's a device in your hand. TV's not screen time. TV's not screen time. Okay. That's in a the nice same way. That's it a wasn't. nice loophole. It's a great loophole. But, yeah. you know, YouTube gets turned off. Like, so I'll, if I hear ah. too much YouTube, I'll be like, no. Nah. If you want to keep watching, then you have to put something real on. So watch Stan or Netflix. Yeah, or Yellowstone. You watch Yellowstone yet? No. <laughs> um, Private discussion. Yes, one. definitely. Uh, so, no. But we, I mean, we don't let them watch TV full, non-stop. But yeah. it's not counted as their one hour of screen time, right? How's this, though? 14% of parents tried the opposite and actually had stricter rules. Really? Oh, that I that would have gone down pick. well. Yeah, imagine being those parents. Yeah. Love, love that. Reckon those kids are keen to be back at school? Oh, boy. They're keen to be in court, It was probably. like escape in jail, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, but here, this was this was a really rewarding stat out of the survey. 90% of parents reported they talked to their kids about cyber safety during the period. Like, that's a big win because we yeah. talked about it a lot. There ain't no rules that work if you're not having a conversation. Yeah, absolutely right. It doesn't work. Yeah. You've got to be you talking to, to your be kids on the about same page, yeah. why you're setting rules, why you're not allowing this, why you yep. think they should be doing that, and the kind of rubbish that goes on the internet. I let the kids watch the news at night because they need to know the world's not a great place. Yeah. Like I, I, we used to kind of shelter them from that, but I think you know, after when during COVID they kind of experience what the news is and you know it, it reports what's going on. Yeah, and it's like you know what they kind of need to know that there are some bad things. There's there's murders, there's things that go on. You know, there's also some tragedies. You know, a car accident, people die. There's there's bad stuff that happens in the world, yep. and, and now and then there's those stories of cyber stalking or a young person abducted or something. And you know what? I yeah. need a bit of the fear in their lives. Otherwise, they just think they can well, wander around and all's good. Like Rocky Balboa said, "Mate, life's not all sunshine and rainbows. You've got to uh, you've got to pick yourself up off the ground and keep moving forward." Sunshine. Can't believe it's very famous, very famous little speech of his. I'm yeah. sure it is, mate. But no, but I, I, uh, I remember showing my kids, especially my son. Whenever there was a news story about these idiots, did, you know, speeding and getting killed in yeah. cars, said, "Come and look at this. Look yeah. what these idiots did. Speeding, That's stole exactly. the car, speeding. Look, they're they're dead now." So there was a terrible accident on Pennant Hills Road a couple of days ago, uh, and a Ute, like a tradie Ute, mm. I think, crashed into a truck, and the passenger died. And the next night on the news, there was a story about the driver being fined. And there was a P-plater. No, oh. sorry. There was a P-plater on the car. I saw it, when yeah. it in, the, in, the, in the vision. He was a suspended driver. And Vivi's like, what's, oh, a no. spen- what's a suspended driver? And I said, well, he's someone that did something bad, was speeding or did something, in the, and the police you know, gave him a fine. And he, yeah. he might have been drinking, and he lost his license. So he's actually not allowed to drive. Yet he got in a car. Oh. He drove. His mate's Cost in the his seat. Mate his life. And his mate's now oh, dead. Oh, no. And I said, Bob, it's awful. That's the circumstances, aren't it? Jeez. That's why we have rules, and that's the yeah. things that can happen out there. Yeah. It's terrible. 
And um, yeah, yeah no, it's, they've it's got to learn the hard truth, mate. Kids like that sometimes. And it's yeah, the same to... with online, mate. Yeah. They've got to know that the reason we don't want them in global chats is because there's some crazy mofo's out there that are you know trying mm. to. Pretend that they're but a 10-year-old, but they're actually a 30-year-old yeah, with no, that's, that's tendencies. Creepy. That's creepy. But, you know, don't you find, though, that the youth of today, let's call, say, millennials and kids your age and older, that as tech-savvy as they are, they're still pretty ignorant. Oh, yeah. They, they, they don't think, oh, no, it's too weird. It's not going to happen to me. They're kids, mate. Yeah. That's the thing that... No, but they're, like, well, my point is that they're supposed to be pretty savvy with this stuff. Yeah. Like I, not maybe not your kids your age, but no. even kids my my kids age, right? Yeah, but they it, know back to front, but they I they're think they're savvy. a little bit blase about they're stuff like that. The they're savvy with the tech, mm. but they're not um socially or, you know, globally the s- etiquette is not yeah. savvy, you know. Yeah. They don't understand yeah. how the world is. You know, it you think about it, mate. I mean, I'm a different person today than I was 5 years ago, let alone 10 years ago, let alone Say 20 years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> um you, you, yeah. you change, you evolve, know, you mean. learn. Yeah, it's so much happens in yeah, life exactly, that makes mate. you grow up. Exactly, and I tell you, like little things like um, I'm a big, um, I get a lot of mail, and so do you. Everything's got your address on it. I'm a big sort of shredder. I shred my address. I don't want like you know how sometimes you receive a package you've got your name, hmm. your address, phone number, and I I'm big on destroying that. Yeah, but I notice in the bin, my son's thrown out a, a, like a an envelope with his name, with his name and everything on it. Yep. And it's it, he. He's, I'm thinking, mate, if someone picks that up, they've got your name, address, your phone number. You're just not thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the one who's shredding everything, and so much to learn yeah. from uh, Grandfather Stephen. <laughs> but you know, I think it's it's not. I, I I often and you on your radio segments, I say to people with online threats and, and these scams and everything. Before, like, say, five years ago, you'd think, oh, that's a shame, you know? It, 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 you think, oh, it never happened to me. Yeah. Today, is that I think it's the total opposite. I think it's not a matter of if, it's when. You, some Something's going to happen. You are going to... Yeah. One of your emails is going to be a scam email, and you might accidentally click on something, and you know what? You're in a world of pain. You've lost money, identity, whatever. So I say to people, just assume every email that you don't know who's from is trying to rob you. Yeah, That's the sort of mindset we need to have now. And just unfortunately, become... you also need to assume if, if it says it's from someone you know, if there's, yeah. a, link, Double if there's check. a link in it, you, yeah. might not, you might also be the victim. Absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. a tough world we live in. It is. Rewind. Let's go back to this. <laughs> what, what year was 50s? That were your favourite decade? I wasn't born then, mate. I wasn't born, you idiot, then. You failed maths as well, by the sounds of it, eh? Uh, just, you know, yeah. assumptions. Uh, two blokes talking to Did you know, Trev, that it is actually National Recycling Week? Wow. Are you aware of that? Mate, I live the recycling every week. We're so talking e-waste, though. E-waste recycling. Mate, I'm the best e-waste recycler. I go to the local Thornley... Uh, Community Recycling Centre, it's brilliant. The Hornsby Council has this place you drive to drop off the soft plastic Any time you want? Or? It's four, five days a week. Um, yeah, my local council, Tuesday I'm, I'm Bayside, it's once a month we have a recycling yeah, We used to have that, and then they just yeah. took over this facility, and it's a drive-through. Oh, mate, I'd be there every it's day. unbelievable. I'll be there every day. I'll go there, and I tip stuff into the electronics bin, and they're like, that stuff looks new. I'm like, it probably is, but I don't have the cord for it. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't give it away. I can't do anything with it yeah. because it, I can't yeah. warrant 
I can't give a warranty for this thing to a friend, let alone a, a listener. So exactly right, yeah. here it is. Goodbye. Love yeah. recycling stuff. Well, National Recycling Week and uh, Officeworks have stepped in with their... This This is a program they've had for a few years now. It's called Bring It Back. So they're setting up where, uh, where in stores you can bring drop off your old phones, your old printers, print cartridges, pens. Recycle pens. Did you yeah, that's part of it. Okay, right. Pens. Yeah. So what ink can't go into a bin. I don't know. Uh, and batteries too. Little like little double A, triple A, all those other batteries. Yep. The uh, I think that it's a lot of people are they don't recycle e waste because they don't know where they can do it. So they're thinking, okay, yeah. where do I take this? Yep. So they're not aware of it. So that, that's I think it's more like educating people about how they can responsibly dispose of that stuff. Because yep. look, yeah, I know there's a lot of people throw stuff in garbage. It's just they toss it in the garbage. But yeah, totally. If it ends up in landfill, it's not going to be the best scenario. So with the idea of this is that they recycle that stuff. They take it apart, repurpose it. Like the, you might be in a park somewhere, sitting on a park bench that was made from old printers or print yeah. ink cartridges. Yep. So it's trying to repurpose that stuff. I think that the, the stats show Australia ranks fifth in the world in terms of e-waste production. You know that? So we generate an average of 23 kilos per person. That's the equivalent of 120 iPhones. Wow. That's per year, I'm saying. I'm thinking, is that per year? Yeah, I think so. So it's uh, we're up there. So we need to sort of be show a little bit more responsibility here. And things like this, the Bring It Back program, offers a, a really convenient and easy way for us to get rid of our e-waste. Like my, like I make once a month when when the Bayside Council here does it, I'm there with a whole car full of stuff, and yeah. they take cardboard, e-waste, they take everything, yeah. and it's a great opportunity to do and clean. Our, out. As you know, our house and in my office, I've got a soft plastic bin, we've got a can yeah. bin for the return and earn, we've got um, cardboard, we have a battery. Um, uh, bucket at home we even have a foil ball so whether it's the the thing that under a meat pie or a thing of alfoil doesn't go in the recycling goes in uh, you got to put it in a ball so that when you put it in the recycling bin even if you put it in a yellow bin it's easy to be separated from the other things in the recycling uh, like we go pretty hard on recycling that's good place. yeah I think only because my wife rules with an iron fist but there you go yeah, yeah. Don't, don't don't get on her bad side mate no no well, I'm pretty much constantly, <laughs> constantly living in this. Oh, so place. she's the recycler. I'm the recycle police policeman here. I'm the I'm the one who. Oh, really? I'm yeah. the one who's okay. Do this, but I'm the what the one Honestly, who's you know, shredding stuff. And yeah. Amanda was the one that created all these bloody bins, and I thought it was stupid. But we're all pretty much just all in it now. Mm. Yeah, it took about three or four months, but we're all just. It's just yeah. habit now. And you recycle your food waste do you, or you compost that? What do well, you do with was, food waste? We were using the Breville thing for a while, but then we had the mouse and Amanda just assumed Ooh. it was because of that, even though it wasn't. Mouse gone now? Uh, yeah, there's been no mouse for yeah, ages. Cool. Yeah. Uh, didn't that appear on the Shonkies too? The choice on choice yeah, Shonkies? Yeah, it was a really crap um, assessment of it because they talked about its... It's expensive. Know, the, the cost of renewing filters and stuff. Yeah, but prevent, I'm preventing landfill, yeah. you idiots. I mean... Yeah. But isn't it like, did they say it was like two thousand bucks a year to run? That's bullshit. Yeah. Okay. No. So why was it on the shonky list? This, then? Mate, they they put the stupidest. I, I just don't like the shonky list. Yeah. I think what choice? I saw it. I thought do, of you. I said that's what you've got. What yeah. choice need to do is focus on recommending good yeah. products and not trying to get publicity by creating some. Let, that's a list they create yeah, no, purely just to get, to get a news story. Yeah, no. But it's I, terrible. I, I, my idea of choice when they come up with a product, like come up with a product like a toy that's going to choke kids. Like keep, yeah. talk about that, yeah. or talk about a, 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 a toy that's going to take a kid's eye out or something. Yeah. Isn't that what their choice normally that's do? That's what they should be doing. Yeah. You know. Okay. 
They are what they are. Um, yep, so uh, get recycling, folks. That's the message from Stephen Fennick, head, yeah. head of recycling at Two Blokes Talking Tech. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can read about that at techguide.com.au. Uh, we should do that again next week. I'm up for it. You reckon? Yeah. I'll make time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can squeeze you in. All right. We always seem to make time. Yes, we do. Um, yeah. But it's not. it doesn't, doesn't feel like a chore. That's no, the good thing no, about that's this. that's it. Especially if it's followed or preceded by a game of golf. Yeah, which which we'll get back to, I promise. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, folks. Leave a review and a rating and uh, appreciate you uh, downloading our other shows if you're discovering yeah. them for the Hope first time. Hope you're enjoying uh, our, other, and, our other shows. And if you're already subscribed to our other shows, just skip them in this feed. That's totally yeah. cool. It's totally cool. And we know that. We know who's skipping it. We can, Well, not who, but yeah. we know um, the majority of you are we listening. We know who. Everything. Is that right? You, so you know, can know. name names? <laughs> yeah, we can name names. Imagine <laughs> that. Um, we have no problem if you skip them, but yes. uh, we appreciate you downloading and listening or, to all the shows. Alternatively, if you like our shows, if you like EFTM, if you like Tech Guide, go to our feeds, subscribe on our feeds, leave a, leave a five-star rating, and we'll be your best friend. Oh. <laughs> we'll be your best friend. Stephen's offering yeah. best friendship. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be your best friend. Is that what you How said when you were a kid? Can you have when you were a kid? You say, "Oh, yeah, you'd have eight best friends, didn't you?" When you or you you probably had no friends, but yeah, I think I had one maybe. <laughs> but you make friends quick as a kid. I thought you become your best friend. Yeah. So leave me a five star rating, and I'll be your best friend. <laughs> can you include the note about wanting him to be your best friend yes. in the rating? Because that Rate, would review five star review best friends best buds for life. BB four L. Love it. See you, mate. Bye-bye.